Welcome to Beyond the Pen, the podcast that delves into the untold stories of emerging authors and the literary world. I'm your host, Maccabee Griffin, and each week I'll be shining a spotlight on talented yet undiscovered authors, giving them a platform to share their incredible stories and unique journeys that brought them to the world of writing. In each episode, we'll deep dive into the story behind the story, exploring the inspirations, challenges, and triumphs that have shaped our guests' literary careers, and have some fun along the way. From the initial spark of an idea to the journey of crafting and publishing their books, we'll uncover the secrets that make their stories truly special. But that's not all. Once a month, we'll be joined by an expert from the publishing world who will share invaluable insights and advice for aspiring writers, answering your burning questions, and demystifying the path to success in the literary industry. At Beyond the Pen, my mission is simple, to entertain, educate, and encourage the next generation of great storytellers. So whether you're a writer, an avid reader, or simply someone with a passion for storytelling, Join us as we venture beyond the pen and celebrate the power of the written word. Hello, everybody. We are back. We are here. We are live. My name is Maccabee, and this lovely lady next to me is Miss... We're doing shelf today. And this is Beyond the Pen. What are you doing? What is with you? It's, I can't get through the intro without you doing that. Okay, we're good. Uh, Go again. <laughs> yeah, no, we're keeping that. We're keeping we're that. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. She's back. She's here. She's loud. She's proud. Anyways, uh, welcome to Beyond the Pen, where we help authors unleash their creativity by telling you everything about the publishing world from an actor's point of view and a published author's point of view and today we are following up from two weeks ago because we had some personal issues come into play last week and uh it's been a week for all of us uh so um we thank you for all the love and the appreciation that you guys have been sending my way and my family's way. So thank you. But uh, today we are going to actually continue on the contracts by bringing in uh, Chels's uh, husband, Corey. Why don't you just do the introduction for him, Chels? You want me to do this? Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So we are going to have a wonderful conversation with somebody who is both loving, caring, and absolutely dreadful when it comes to business management for me. He's actually wonderful at it. However, he does not, I do not get any special favors or special treatment, um, but he is the negotiator, he is the contract shark, and he is the person that has helped me get to where I am. He is Corey from the Immortal Z Agency, and he does all kinds of literary and contract negotiations. So, Without further ado, Corey, why don't you give us a little background?
Oh my gosh, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a hoot of a nanny. So, uh, Corey, I'm I'm just gonna get into it straightforward because when I was doing some of the research about all these contracts, I noticed that there is a bunch of different types out there. Uh, what can you give us a little bit of a clarification on some of these different types of contracts that authors have available to them before they start publishing their books? So is that mainly because there's so many different indie companies that they're just there's no standard between them as well as just because of the big five? Or do you know the reason why there's not an actual standard contract out there? So when you go, I know we went through this a lot. When we got that initial first contract, how should other authors, we know we spoke in our previous episode about how I approached it, but what is your advice for somebody that is looking to get a literary agent? Is it something that you deem necessary? Is it something that offers an additional layer of protection when you go to get a publisher or to get yourself published?
So what type of questions should uh, authors be asking these lawyers to confirm that they are correct for them? Okay. So let me ask you this, because again, going through all these contracts before, there was some that I was kind of confused about. Two examples of these, a traditional publishing contract and a single book deal. What is the difference between those? Or is there actually any difference? So when, what is something that you would tell an author when you're going through and you are reading your contract? What is the red flags, whether it's phrasing or a, a specific rule that they have in it? What is a biggest red flag to you? So it goes back to what Chelsea said in the last one of knowing the loopholes, not only for yourself, but also for the publisher themselves. Because like you said, this, this is like a, this is a game. This is a offense defense on both sides and figuring out how you can get out of something as well as them. It kind of makes it a little bit easier for you to negotiate what those red lines are. And what are some of the things that uh, people really need to make sure that are in this contract? For example, when it comes to uh, 
we'll go back to the copyright part because you brought that up with someone else. What are some of the things that they need to know about these copyrights? So how about when you're you're creating this contract, you're not excited anymore because they've got themselves a Corey and, and Corey has told them to calm the hell down. So when you, I can tell you from personal experience, it is wonderful guys, but it is also very, very, very painful because it is just listing everything. He's brutal when it comes to editing, Mac. We've talked about this mm -hmm. in the past. I was traumatized, didn't want to write anymore. It was terrible. Now imagine that mentality, like negotiating your contract too, because he forces me to uphold it, obviously, as his client. So as when you're getting this information from these authors, what is something else that they should include that you should make sure is in there to protect yourself, not just your copyright or your characters, but what else should you include?
That is a very good point. I get a lot of people that reach out to me uh, about different publishers. Now, this is a fun little twist on this. In contracts, a lot of times, do you not, if you have a publisher, you have to be careful about how you represent yourself, how you approach the publishing house and what you say about them. We touched on this briefly in a previous podcast where you become a product, like you said, of that publishing house. They are making, they have put time and resources and money on you. And so you have to protect yourself in that way as well, whether it's making sure you're, what you're saying, um, how you're saying it, how you represent at these conventions and things like that. Is that included in contracts or is that something that is typically basically a well-known thing or should it be in contracts? Okay, so what about, we've run into this in the past, um, and we kind of sort of touched on it, where different companies and publishers, they can go and they can say, have that fun little thing in there that says, this can change at any time without notice, all of that in your contract. Yeah. What do you do then? What if you don't agree with the changes? Or uh, my contract is not the same as other contracts in the same publishing house, but they go and they update the entire thing and say, well, everybody, this is your contract now. How do you handle a situation like that? And does it actually go into effect?
Yeah, because I, I there's yeah. a million different ways you can publish, or or even in life, there's always different options and things like that. Yeah, I, I think that's another reason why I believe that there that self publishing went so huge, um, especially obviously during you know the pandemic. That that was obviously a major reason why is because of the pandemic. People weren't at work. People were putting things out, but we noticed that there was a big uh, increase in eBooks being produced that instead of the, you know, the, the hard copies and everything. So in addition to the ideas that these are your rights, the understand what your rights are, understand what they can do, what you can do, what they can't do, what you can't do. Let's look at some of these other things that people are really wanting to talk about the advancement. What types of contracts allow for advances is this something that like the big wigs are only doing and the indies are not doing so much or what should people really look for when it when it comes to anything that says advancement in funds Yeah, that that doesn't sound like a, a that's a no bueno. That, that that's definitely no bueno on that one because again, like you said, the 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 entire publishing world right now is so saturated with so many different stories out there, and many of them are the exact same thing. And then, of course, that whole idea with AI being out there as well, writing these books, it makes it even more of a bargain almost like just a bargain uh what's the what what is that called um a bargain bucket of just books that are out there hey folks maccabee here thank you again for listening to this great episode of beyond the pen 
We split this up into a two-part episode because Corey had so much great information for you about contract. So the second part will be up this Thursday by 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time so that you can learn more about the things that you need to know about contracts so you can be more successful on your writing journey. So until next time, on behalf of Chelsea, my name is Maccabee Griffin, and this is Beyond the Pen, where we help you unleash your creativity. Hey folks, that's a wrap for this episode of Beyond the Pen. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating it. If you'd like to stay connected and up to date with everything Beyond the Pen, follow us on Twitter at Beyond the Pen Pod and Instagram at Beyond the Pen Podcast. For even more content and exclusive access to our guest profiles and more, make sure to visit our website at beyondthepenpodcast.com. Don't forget to join our Facebook fan page to interact with our favorite authors and fellow fans of the show. And if you want to take your Beyond the Pen experience to the next level, check out our selection of video interviews on Traverse TV's video on demand and live stream. You can access these interviews through your Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Google Play, iTunes, or the Traverse TV app. So until next time, thanks again for tuning in and remember to keep writing inspiring and sharing as you go beyond the pen.